0: Today on the Sales Life Podcast. This is the kind of confidence that you need to have with your customers. Because, see, you got to make it hard for your customers to say no. It's too easy for them to say no by text message. It's too easy for them to say, Dear Marsh, thank you for your thoughtfulness. However, we're going to pass it this time. That's the easy part. Make it hard for them to say no. And the way that you're going to do that is... You got to show up in person, man. You know how hard it is for someone to tell you no when you're in person? Hi, this is Rich Valar. I'm William McCormick. I'm Sean Hill. I'm Kenny Landrum. You're listening to The Sales Life with Marsh Bice. All right, TSL, let's get it. Welcome back or welcome to another edition of The Sales Life. And The Sales Life is just not for those in the sales profession. It's for those who are building the life skills of selling. Because I want you to be a top producer, not only professionally, but also personally in life. And so the way that you're going to do that is you've got to take some of the skills that we learn in the profession and apply those to your personal life as well. And So that's what we talk about every episode. Some uh, Some of the C's, man, the C's to your uh, to your selling skills, communication, connection, curiosity, consistency, continuous learning, being able to handle the criticism, being coachable. Those are some C's, man, that you got to take. That, that those are what's needed in your sales career, but they're also needed in your sales career personally as well. And so, depending on what day, dude, you're listening to this. Um, today is the eve of a uh, hurricane. It looks like we got a Category Three hurricane coming right up my town, man. And about 15 years ago, almost to the day, uh, we had a hurricane that just rocked us, man. So, if you're down here in Southwest Louisiana and or, are uh, or down here in the South, man, um, bro, I'm with you, and my thoughts and prayers are with you and, uh, hopefully everything comes out. All right. And, uh, Hey, we're going to figure it out from there because even if you're not on the coast, man, we have hurricanes in life and situations just come barreling our way. And we got to figure out the storms pass sometimes rip situations up and we got to figure it out from there. And so life is sales sales is life. That's why it's called the sales life. So I want to, um, Next week, I'm excited. I got Tasia Valenza. She's an Emmy Award winning voiceover artist. She's going to be on uh, the show next week. Using and talking about um, using your number one instrument. Your number one instrument is your voice and using tone of voice, being a voiceover artist in your own life. Episode 555, I think, um, is where I kind of riffed on on her words, but she's going to be in person. Uh, talking about that in her own words, who can better tell a story than, than, uh, than Tasia it's, 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 it's her story. And I want you to, want you to hear it, but I kind of want to set that whole scenario up because just like, uh, you know, your voice is the steak, man, but a great steak. When you go to a nice restaurant, man, they pair it with a great wine. And for you, everything, food is the ultimate analogy for me, but everything, man, needs to be paired. Your voice needs to be paired with your person. Okay. With your body language. And I think so many times, man, we, we lose sight of that. We stop talking and we text and we email and we don't use two powerful instruments. Number one, our voice, we don't use it enough. We don't apply it to our own lives. Number one. And as a voiceover artist, there's the scenes that's going by, but she goes behind. Taja's the one that like she's done the, the world series, the commercials for that. She's the one who puts the emotions into the scene. That's what you got to be as a voiceover artist in your life is you got to put the emotions, no matter what your scene is. I mean, hell, I don't know what the scene's about to be with this hurricane, but I can voice it differently. And so many times do we lose that voice. We don't even use it. We got it, man. You don't need Wi-Fi. You don't need any of that use your voice, but also, man, you have to pair that with your body language. And we uh, going off of Frederick Eklund's book, The Sale, I'm going to kind of riff off of uh, uh, of his words. I mean, Eklund is the number one real estate agent in the nation. I, I'm sure I don't think it's written in the book or I haven't come across it yet. He's He's probably trying to be the number one real estate broker in the world. But there are times, man, even as famous and high profile as he is, his deals go sour and his customers ghost him. You've been in sales. You've been ghosted before. Everything was going fine. Then all of a sudden it's not going fine anymore. And he says, when those deals go sour like that, and you got to understand, man, dude, he's dealing with multimillion dollar, multimillion dollar people, multimillion dollar properties, but billionaires, man. People got a lot of money. They can probably buy a whole damn state. They could buy the hurricane. They're so rich, but anyway, man, you're, you're dealing with those people. And he said, sometimes man, those deals go South and they go sour. So he said, when I can't get them on the phone, he said, I'll send an email, but the only thing I'll put is in the subject line, call me all caps. And he says, when I get the call, he said, I hunt him down. I tell him we need to meet. He doesn't explain what the meeting's about. Then none of that. We need to talk. He puts a little little emphasis on that, a little confidence, a little command on that thing. And he goes to the client or they come to him, whatever, but he's going to, he's going to meet with them right there. Where are you at? I'm on my way. This is the kind of confidence that you need to have with your customers. Because see, you got to make it hard for your customers to say no. It's too easy for them to say no by text message. It's too easy for them to say, dear Marsh, thank you for your thoughtfulness. However, we're going to pass it this time. That's the easy part. Make it hard for them to say no. And the way that you're going to do that is you got to show up in person, man. You know how hard it is for someone to tell you no when you're in person? I mean, case in point, take your own personal life. You ever talk to a buddy and you say, I'm telling you, man, if they ask me, I wish they would come over here and ask me your neck, you're rolling in your neck and all that. You're saying, I'm telling you, man, if they, if they come ask me, the answer is no, it's going to be flat out. No. And that person comes and asks you and you say, yes. <laughs> and your buddy's looking at you like, bro, I thought you were going to, you were talking all that mess. And you're like, yeah, man. Well, you know, we worked some things out. You read the reached a compromise, or you just folded all together and said yes. That's what you've done in your personal life. The same applies to your sales life, man. So even when you're all knotted up and you're nervous and you 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 just think that this meeting's going to be all for naught, you tell yourself. As you're putting on those crazy socks and those short pants, (laughs) you tell yourself, I'm going to make it hard for them to say no by being me in person. You got to be in person, man. You got to figure this thing out. So let me tell you some advantages to that. When you, even if it's a slim, even if you know, dude, they're going to squash you in five minutes. See, many times people don't want to show up in person because they don't want to, Feel the rejection in person that weighs tons. So they don't want to feel it, but also they don't want to, they don't want to look dejected either. So what will I look like? You know, a five minute meeting, they probably were talking about me. The guy, the boss already said, no, hell no. They're not even going to do business with me. I walk in there five minutes, man, he kicks me out of the office. And all those people in the office building are snickering at me. They're laughing. They're, you know, all this kind of, I I look stupid. This was stupid. Don't matter. I'm going to make it hard for them to say no. Now, let me tell you some some amazing benefits of that. Number one, you dress all up. You drive all the way across town for this Slim Chance meeting. You come across somebody who sees you the way that you're carrying yourself, and they say, what do you do? And you just came across an opportunity. You would not have even gotten that opportunity had you gone to this Slim Chance meeting. You would not even gotten that opportunity if it was by phone or if it was by email. So that's number one. When you're all dressed up and heading to that meeting, you may pick up other opportunities. Number two is you learn to sit in the tension. You know how confident you have to portray yourself to sit there in the tension. Just sit there. I know. I know it feels like it's 30 minutes. It's probably more like 30 seconds. But if you can just sit there after a customer tells you, no, our big boss man says, no, we are absolutely. I don't know why you came over here. You just sit there. You learn to sit in attention. And then also, as you do this, the more you do this, you'll be able to detect what their body is saying, too. And you may, here's a bonus round for you. I just thought about this. You may. Even if the answer is no, you may find a lower level. Yes. Meaning that that, that that you came for was a no, but a lower level. Yes. We can't do this, but we can do this. We'll give you a shot at this lower level. Now your foot's in the door. See, you can't get that any other way than in person. Eklam writes in today's society, man, society has got their, their, their phone glued to their ear. Their email is attached to their phone. They're, they're attached to all of these electronic devices. Let me give you a quick tip. Whatever you see, most salespeople do, you do opposite. Most salespeople are drawn to the email. They're drawn to the phone. The reason being is because it's easy to get the rejection. And it's heavy, man, to feel that rejection in person. That's exactly what I want you to do. Eklund goes on to write. He said, a good negotiator uses his, I love this, uses his emotions, his family, uh, his family heritage, (laughs) his spirituality, his body language, his fashion, his humor, his sexuality, yes, sexuality, and everything else in between to win, to make a deal happen. He said, win. Can you ever use these skill sets in an email? Because more than 70% of your communication is expressed without words. More than 70% and you shelf your greatest asset. You put it in an email. How can I put, dude, your body's like a lightning rod. And so when you walk in with that confidence, dude, I'm six, three, and I'm telling you, I'll walk in a room as if I'm six, six, I'm a big guy and I use every square inch of it. I have a bald head, which has got a commanding presence. I use it all. So when I can get that, me, I, you can't see that uh, through an email. You can't see that through a text message. But when all of a sudden I'm in person, you ever seen somebody, you saw them on TV and then you see them in person. You're like, oh my God, big dude, same thing. And we all have leverage. Dude, I don't care if you're 5'5", you got leverage. So when you do that in person, man, you're bringing your leverage. You're bringing that lightning rod. And you walk in there. See, your body language walks in there and sets the expectation. See, I expect every customer to walk in and buy. I expect every phone call, every lead. I expect every customer who shows up today to buy. Yet I know they won't. You have to walk in to that room with the expectation that I'm, I'm getting this account. I'm landing this account. Your body language says that. Nothing else. No fancy emojis. No, no text message. No fancy PowerPoint. None of that can express anything better than your body language. And it's so hard, you know, from your own personal experience, it's so hard for someone to tell, you no in person. And it's easy for them to text a no, it's easy for them to email you a no. Case in point, man, I had a I had a lady used to sell plate lunches. And she would always stop at my office and ask me if I want to buy a plate lunch. I don't even eat that crap. And every time, dude, she would stop at my office. And every time I told her no. And finally I asked her one time, I said, ma'am, why do you why do you stop in my office and wait until I stop typing for me to tell you no? I tell you no all, all the time. I'm just just curious. And she said she was an older lady. She said, baby, I'd rather hear a no and see you tell me no than just assume. And so many vendors do, they come by and they they a you know, one guy sells jerky. You want some jerky? No, all right then. He already is saying all right before I even answer no, because he already knows it's always no, right? This lady did something different. She asked, she waited. She saw the, no, she didn't assume it and she heard it and she kept it moving. She didn't take it personal. And the next time around she did it over and over again. Now there are going to be times where the only, your phone is the only thing that you have. You can't get the meeting in person. And so when you have that, this is so key. Great negotiators use few words. Don't use a bunch of filler words. Don't like a, uh, uh, kind of like, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I hate that. See, when you say all those things, man, you're weakening your position. Great negotiators use few words and they use those words because, but the words they use are heavy with great impact. So before you call, man, have an agenda, know what you're calling for. Don't just wing it. Play out a couple of different scenarios. You've been in sales long enough that probably on one hand, you can count how many different scenarios there are. Play those things out, work them out verbally, walk around a little bit, do it in your car, do whatever you got to do. Play out those scenarios before you make the phone call. That way you can expect it. So it's not like you're all shocked when they say something, when they say no, then you can pivot. Then you can go from there. And when you're speaking, be clear with your words because you don't want to come across dumb or vague or any of that. Many times we use extra filler words because we're trying to shield ourselves from the rejection. So we put extra words in there to pacify the rejection. Do come straight out with it. Tell me what you got. Don't beat around the bush. Say it with some empathy, but do deliver it. And as you guys are talking back and forth, Make sure for the most part that you let your customer finish their thought. Now, there are times where I will cut the customer off to steer it in a different direction because I know where this is leading. And so there are a few times that I do that. But for the most part, 80% of the time, man, you need to let pause a beat or two and then readdress it, retalk from there. And then as you're getting off the phone, Never get off the phone without setting up the next call, setting up the next, where do we go from here? Do not get off the phone. So if it's Wednesday, tell you what, you know, can't get anywhere with it. Tell you what what I'll do. You discuss it with your partner. I'm gonna call you back on Friday and we're gonna see about what we can do, what our options are from there. How's that sound? And then if they say, no, you know, it'd probably be this weekend before I talk to him, great. I'll call you on Monday. And then you try to go get that meeting. In person, if at all possible. But if you don't, when you call back, say rinse and repeat, man. Same scenario. Eklund's words, speak like it's final without question marks. I love that. That's got so much. Boom. Speak like it's final without question marks. No, no, no is never fatal. Not seeing the no or hearing the no is. All right. Remember, the greatest sale that you'll ever make is the sale you own you because you're more than enough. Stay amazing. Thanks for subscribing and sharing today's episode. Be sure and watch this video on Facebook. It's on Facebook Live. And uh, so see the same video, man. You can, uh, or the same podcast, man. You can see the visual part of it. See my ugly mug, man. You can see me uh, see me on there also. So stay amazing. Stay in the sales life.